Hello again. It's Indomitable Incorrigible Ingrid here. Time for episode number two of my bi-weekly podcast, Sustainable Mum. Yet again, it has been a splendid fortnight. Indeed, it has. Did you know what happened this fortnight? Well, we saw a real snake, a tiny one, but a real one, and it was laterally undulating, which is very, very beautiful if you ever have the chance to see that. So, starting off with the snake, I'd like to carry on by sharing a few of my antics with you over the last fortnight. So, law skates, shoes. Okay, shoes. Why shoes for a podcast? Well, I'm a mum and school started recently. If you have children of school age, you will know that the beginning of the school year is quite difficult if you have to get new shoes for your children for many different reasons. Mine I'm going to elucidate on in a little bit, but I hope that some of you out there have been sharing my preoccupation with shoes over the last few days. I have a big boy. Yeah, he's 13 year old, uh, 13 to 13 years old now. And would you believe it? He already has size 46. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if you don't understand size 46 in old money, that's size 11 or 11 and a half or 12, depending on which table you look at online. And yeah, depending what side of the pond you're on as well, because I do believe they also calculate shoe sizes slightly differently. And his previous shoe size 45, uh, that lasted less than eight weeks. So those new shoes have now had to be put into retirement for an occasion when somebody else can possibly use them or abuse them. And yeah, we had to go shoe shopping, which was, as always, um, a difficult <laughs> undertaking. Yeah, shoes are expensive. And as a sustainable mum, of course, I really don't want to be buying shoes all the time because it's a waste of resources and you wish that you could get more value for your money. So what to do? I mean, in the case of children, of course, you need to buy them new shoes because unless they're sandals, you don't want their feet, their toes poking at the end of the shoe and stunting their growth. That's really not very cool. And even with sandals, if their toes poke over the end of the sandals, that's not great because if you have children who are very active, they will, believe me, they will bang their big toes and other toes frequently on hard objects and might damage their nails. And then you have to go and go and see, we would say, a pedicurist, yeah, uh, who will then spend time dealing with your children's broken toes and trying to save them before anything happens. So good shoes with space at the end is a must. And I'm trying to be a sustainable mum and I feel terribly guilty that we're buying more new shoes. But I have to assuage my guilt somewhat because I do keep shoes. I keep a lot of them. Some of them are mine and I actually have shoes and I still wear them and they are 26 years old. I'm so proud of this. I have to tell you, I bought them with my very first pay packet after graduating a long, long time ago. 
I can remember even where I bought them. I won't say the name of the shop, but I bought them in Charing Cross and they were made in Spain and they have lasted 26 years. Can you believe that? And they're almost in fashion again. I mean, they were out of fashion for a while, but I don't really care about fashion. I like the shoes. I like the way they look and they're very comfortable. So I still wear them. And that, I think, is something to celebrate because shoes can follow you through your lifetime. You don't know when you buy them whether you'll be wearing them for a long time. Sometimes you buy shoes when you're younger and they're very high and you might find it easier to totter around in them when you're younger and you can keep your balance. But now when you're getting older and things are happening to your body and you're not always capable of teetering around, you might not wear those shoes anymore or so much. Or you might decide, as I do, that your very, very high shoes you just wear to work because at work, thank goodness, you don't have to walk around so much. And there's a lift as well. I do remember, I must tell you this, the children had to come to work with me during the summer holidays. And I did decide to wear my high heels to work one day. And the children had to wait in my office while I was at a meeting. And I was returning to the office up the stairs and along the corridor. And you could hear my high heels a bit. And I came back and the children said, oh my goodness, you're so embarrassing. You can hear your high heels through the whole building and they're clipping and clopping. Yeah, I didn't anticipate when I became a mum that I would get complaints about the noise of my shoes, but there we go. Stranger things happen. You try to maybe display some of your character, I believe, when you choose your shoes. And of course, when I say I want to wear high heels to work, it's because I really feel at work, I can do my job slightly better if I'm dressed up. Wearing high heels is dressing up for me. I feel like I'm almost putting on a suit of armour or a uniform when I go into work and I wear different clothes and different shoes. And that puts me in a different mindset. That means that I can do my job, I think, in a better way. And it's also a chance for me to wear shoes that are maybe a bit more exciting than the ones I wear at home. More of those in a minute. But the idea of displaying your personality with your shoes a person comes to mind when I when I talk about that, uh, Joseph Totter. You might know him, the chocolate guy. Sometimes he wears two different colour shoes, but the same kind of shoe, just in different colours, like one red, one green. And I believe he's trying to show us his quirky personality and that he's a, a guy who thinks outside the box. He's He's very well known for his extremely sustainable company and business. And I heartily recommend you find out more about him and his chocolate if you have a chance. And yeah, two different shoes. It tells us something about him. And as I said before, I don't wear all the shoes um, at the same time. There are some shoes I would never wear at home because they're really not suitable. At home, I, I like to wear sloppy slippers. <laughs> They're very comfortable and I can run around doing my housework and um, not fall over or catch my heel on a cable that might be on the floor or whatever. And when I'm wearing the sloppy slippers, I do feel that I'm able to think correctly for being at home. It puts me in the frame of mind where I might be doing the cooking as I was the other day. And I, I get an idea that pops into my head, a nice a sustainable idea. I was cooking and... What did I have? I had broccoli, which I knew I needed to cook. And then we'd also bought some sweet corn because at the moment, local sweet corn is available. It's only available for a few weeks. So we buy it when it's available. And 
yeah, I'd come up with the idea of broccoli. I'm going to do a kind of Asian dish. So I was, I first of all, cooked the sweet corn. That was it in the water prior to grilling it. And then I thought, oh, this water looks lovely and bright yellow and all the nutrients from the sweet corn have leached into it. So then I thought, actually, I could cook the broccoli in the same water, not throw it away. Just use the same saucepan, less washing up. So then I cooked the broccoli in the same water. And once I'd fished out the broccoli after three minutes blanching time, I realized, oh, OK, there's nothing wrong with this water. It's all got broccoli nutrients in now. I could even bung in the Asian noodles. So I did. So I used the same saucepan and the same water for cooking three different items. I have to say, I thought that was quite good. And I liked it that this idea popped into my head while I was wearing my sloppy slippers. The sloppy slippers, of course, I won't be sharing. I do try to share shoes now. Gherkin is is not as old as Big Boy and she has the same size feet roughly as I do now. So we can sometimes share shoes and we'll be keeping shoes that aren't completely broken and maybe sharing them or waiting till they come into fashion again or we can look at them again and think about putting them on without getting very nervous. So shoes are extremely useful items. You can try and make the most of them after spending lots of money on good quality ones. And it's important also as a mother not to forget that you need shoes in certain situations, i.e. when children's bare feet come into contact with wet, damp environments where they might catch verrucas, which is currently a hot topic in our household. Verrucas really are not great. I had them when I was a child. They can be very painful. They are very difficult to get rid of. And the best way to avoid verrucas is to use some kind of footwear. And times have moved on since I was forced to put on extremely tight kind of, how could I describe it, like a, a swim a swimming hat and made out of this plasticky, stretchy material and you have to put it over your feet. That's what I was forced to do when I was learning to swim a long time ago. I think children nowadays just tend to put on a pair of flip-flops if they go to the swimming pool. But you do need to protect your feet so that you don't get any nasty verrucas. And another thing I wanted to say about shoes when I was thinking about preparing this podcast was I didn't want to just talk about tangible shoes or literal shoes. I also wanted to think about a sentence that I remember reading or hearing a few years ago. The sentence is that you should never judge a person until you've walked a mile in their shoes. And I believe the sentence, I heard it back then, something connected with the company Tom's, which is a company founded by Blake Mykoski. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's a company which has the business ethos one for one, sometimes known as buy one, give one, which is where an item that is needed is given away to somebody who needs it for each item that the customer purchases from the company. And in the case of Tom's, it's shoes. The company's called Tom's Shoes. And I do believe that this sentence, you should never judge someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes, is extremely uh, relevant for me as a person who is going through life and is trying to 
understand the world better than I did when I was younger. And this is a true word or a true philosophy because until you have experienced what others experience in their day-to-day life, you should not judge them. And I remember when I had just graduated and you would think that I was financially secure. (laughs) I wasn't. Uh, I was trying to make ends meet by jobbing in my spare time alongside my full-time job, which was paying extremely little. And I had friends back then who were not in a financial, financially similar situation to me. They were, or this particular friend had used Hotel Mama after graduation and had never had to spend any money on rent and public transport and all these kind of issues. And yeah, I uh, had arranged to meet this friend one evening and due to not having a car and due to living in very meagre accommodation, which wasn't near any going out opportunities, I had to travel by tram and train and bus and then walk to get to where we were meeting. And it had unexpectedly snowed and I was not really well equipped for this weather with my shoes, which I had purchased quite a while previously and worn so much that they already had holes in. And I had to walk a long distance in the snow in these shoes. And my feet got really, really wet and cold from the snow. And I remember complaining to this former friend of mine. And he had absolutely no idea of what I was complaining about because he had never been in a similar situation to me. He had never been so badly off that he couldn't buy new shoes. He had never had to walk anywhere uh, for a long distance in bad weather. And yeah, so. We had a very different opinion at that point with him not understanding why I was moaning and I definitely couldn't understand why he couldn't empathise with me. I thought that's what what friends did. It's all worked out well. The, The friendship has now dissolved anyway because we discovered that we had very different opinions on such divergent topics as cancer and corona. And it's not possible to keep a friendship going sometimes when you really think so differently. So since then, I hope that I have become more understanding of other people who have to walk long distances in shoes with holes in. Luckily, I'm not in that position anymore. I now have a job where I can uh, replace my shoes or get them mended if they have a hole in. And so maybe these words from... Tom's shoes might resonate with you too. I hope really much that when you are next thinking about shoes, whether they be your children's shoes or your own shoes, that you remember that shoes can make our life a lot better and a lot more fun. And I hope very much that the last few minutes have been interesting for you to listen to. Um, It's going to be the end of my podcast for this fortnight. And I'm really appreciative if you took the time to listen and you gave me some of your precious minutes. So I want to say I hope that lots and lots of good things happen to you and all your loved ones in the next 14 days. I will go away and come up with another podcast, which Tech Manager and I will endeavour to get online in a fortnight. And so finally, all I need to say is 
that's all from me for now. Take care of yourselves and toodle 